0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unificationist community as Hundoke. Today, we are reading from the Pyonghwagyong. Gyeong, Book 7 The World of the Culture of Heart The Essence of True Love When a man feels love, the feeling is not generated by itself it awakens in his heart because of a particular woman. Likewise, the fire of love is kindled in the heart of a woman, not by herself alone, but by the man she loves. In other words, our love belongs to our partner. Thus, we must honor our partner's love as being even more precious than our own. Each person needs to be grateful to his or her spouse and live life for the sake of the other. This basic reasoning will make it possible for each couple of the 360 million blessed couples to remain together eternally. When husbands and wives live for each other, respect each other, and become completely one through true love, it will be possible for the fallen lineage of Satan to be rooted out completely. True love grows through both horizontal and vertical relationships of giving and receiving. A horizontal relationship of true love is gradually elevated in a vertical direction until it eventually reaches the pinnacle of unity with God. This pinnacle is the position of the king and queen of true love. In this position, the entire world becomes remade, embraced, and crystallized by love, and everything blooms. This is why all beings in the universe want to be transformed through love and live in the midst of love. We are born for the sake of love. We are designed to live for the sake of love. And finally, we are destined to die in the bosom of love. All people and all entities desire true love. This is why humans, as the highest beings in creation, need to embrace and love God's masterpieces of creation and teach creation how to love. All created things are longing to receive and experience God's love through men and women who have become one with God at the pinnacle of true love. It is a shame we have not yet realized this degree of love. All entities exist at a certain level in mutual attraction with each other. At the same time, All entities want to be absorbed into higher levels of love. Thus, minerals want to be absorbed into plants, plants want to be absorbed into animals, and finally all created things want to be absorbed into humans. Through this process, they ultimately reach the position where they can experience the essence of true love, which is the love that is nearest to God, the origin of love. God created everything with an intrinsic nature to provide value to a higher level. For example, creatures such as eels and worms, which fish like to eat, also provide ingredients for natural medicines for humans. Creatures on a higher level are meant to consume entities on a lower level. Without this process, the universe could not exist. Darwin's theory regarding the survival of the fittest needs to be reexamined in the context of this logic of love. Even ants and microorganisms want true love so much that they will die to become part of an entity of greater love. Because of this principle, human beings, created as the highest partners of God's love, can consume all creatures. We can enjoy everything we desire on one condition, that we do so with a heart that represents the love of God, the Creator. The order of love between man and woman is the cornerstone of the universe. God's ideal was for one couple, Adam and Eve, centering on true love to become the seed from which all the world's families, clans, nations, and finally the vast citizenry of the kingdom of heaven would descend, however, citizens of the kingdom of heaven, can be created only in accordance with God's tradition of true love. The view I'm sharing is very different from the theories of Charles Darwin. Yet it is through this perspective, and not Darwin's theories, that we will achieve a world of peace. This is because my words witness to the fundamental principles of creation. In his theory of evolution, Darwin proposed that species evolve through a process of natural selection based on random mutations. Such a theory implies there is no fundamental meaning, order, or goal in the development of the natural world. Today, scientists and others debate between the theory of evolution and the theory of creation. The word creation acknowledges the existence of God the Creator and that there is purpose embodied in His act of creation. Each subject partner and object partner unites with its counterpart to achieve a higher purpose. As with Darwinism, materialism-based communist theory lacks the understanding of purpose. God's creation embodies the purpose of true love, whereas communism posits only struggle and destruction. Thus, it is destined to disappear. In all creation, the most precious entities are human beings, men and women. Furthermore, the most precious part of the human body is not the nose, the eyes, the hands, or even the brain. It is the reproductive organs, the organs of love. These parts have the marvelous power of procreation. Most living things multiply through sexual reproduction. The most precious and outstanding family begins with a husband and wife, who are spiritually and physically united with each other. Our love organs are the main sanctuary of life, occupying a position of incredible value that connects us to lineage and history. God's fundamental principle is to create through male and female. For a man and woman to share absolute love, however, they must have only one partner. We must not have two or more partners, only one eternally. There is absolutely only one man for each woman and one woman for each man. This is why God did not create two Adams or two Eves. Tragically, in the world today, we see children who have had as many as 10 stepfathers. How false and degraded love has become. When men and women uphold and preserve chastity, they are protecting the universe The discipline of love between men and women is the foundation of the universe. We must not abuse our love. Human beings, God's sons and daughters, must never descend to being ruled by our physical instincts. Our love can have only one owner. The word true in true love does not allow for the possibility of more than one partner. There can be only one. This is an absolute law having a connection with true love. Not just anyone can say they have true love. Only God can really love with true love and only God absolutely owns true love. God's true life, God's true lineage and God's true conscience emerge from true love. In this way, the most fundamental essence of God is true love. Therefore, to connect with true love, we must first relate with God. A child might say, my mother and father don't fight and we live well, but this does not necessarily mean this is a family of true love. A young man and woman may say, we are so much in love, we could die. This doesn't mean their love is true love. If God is not present, it is not true love. True love always centers on God. To have it, we first need to connect with God's love life and lineage. Then we can truly become God's sons and daughters. Personal influence, knowledge, money or military power cannot ensure a person will be welcome in the world of true love. Everyone wants true love, yet such love is possible only when we live for others. We need to sacrifice for and serve our partner. Everyone avoids a person who relates to others with the mindset that says, You have to live for me. This kind of selfish individualism is Satan's strategy, purpose, and tool. The result is always hell. We need to live for the public purpose. If a person lives for others, sacrificing him or herself and serving the public purpose, everyone and everything will come to love that individual. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on Everything Wants True Love. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godible is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit Godable.org. Thank you.